and I gained 100,000 followers that night. What? Hey, Girl Gazers, it's your host, Taylor, and welcome back to season three of Girl Gaze Podcast. This season, we're focusing on self-discovery as it relates to making your dreams a reality. As you all know, this is a one-woman show, and there is a lot that goes into every single episode, so it would mean the world to me if you would leave a written review on Apple Podcasts or hop over to Instagram, take a screenshot, share this on your story, and make sure you tag me at Taylor Bradford and at Girl Gaze Pod. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you are subscribed so you never miss an episode. Today, I am joined by content creator Kate Bartlett, and although she is probably my youngest guest to date, our conversation is super fun, inspirational, and motivational. We talk about everything from her own personal journey to self-love and confidence to what it's actually like being a full-time content creator in New York City, and so much more. I hope you all had a lovely Thanksgiving. Hopefully you all relaxed at least a little bit. I know that you guys are very similar to me in that you're always trying to be productive and go, go, go. But this time of year, you know, be gentle with yourself. I feel like the time between Thanksgiving and New Year's is always like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to make plans or should I just get into bed when it gets dark out at 4 p.m.? In all seriousness though, I always feel like I'm ready to seize the damn day after I record an episode and that is exactly how I felt after this one. So without further ado, here is today's girl gazer, Kate Bartlett. Hey Kate, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. I know, I feel like this is a long time coming. It really is. So, it's been like a few years, I honestly. know, I know. So why don't you introduce yourself? Hello everybody, my name is Kate Bartlett. I'm 20 years old. I am a senior at FIT in New York and I study fashion business and I'm an Aries. And you are a content creator. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So did you start content creation on Instagram or TikTok? Yeah, so my journey with social media has been a long time coming, honestly. I started kind of doing it when I was 15 or 16, I was in high school and I decided just like on a whim to start a fashion blog. So I like made my little website, I coded it myself. I like taught myself how to code it. I love that. (laughs) And I did like Instagram. And that's how we met. Like, I know. Years ago. Honestly, just... it's kind of cringy how we met. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. And we like didn't know what we were doing. I but... know, I know. So Kate and I actually first got connected. How old were you? Were you literally still I was a teenager? Like... 16. Oh my god. We were in an Instagram pod together. I don't even know if those still exist. I don't know either. And I always thought that the concept was so weird, but all these girls were telling me I needed to do it. So I was like, okay. I know. And so that's that's when we started to follow each other. So we've been like along each other's journeys for for a a long time. I know. So I feel like this is just like so full circle because who would have known 15 or 16 year old Kate and then how old would I have been? Probably eight. Yeah, definitely. I was younger. I can't even do the math right now. 
But now flash forward five years or four years and the universe has brought us back together. So I love that for us. Wait, where did we first meet in person? I don't even remember. I feel like probably at some event. It was at Dante. Oh, yeah. We went to With Dante. Renata. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. That was like a year ago. I remember. That was, was like in the thick of COVID. And mm-hmm. it was fucking and freezing. we were sitting outside. We were literally <laughs> sitting outside. and But we had such a fun time. I know. That was so fun. I know. That feels like a lifetime ago, though. It really does. And now I'm like, oh, my God. It's starting to get cold again. I know. Like, I know. <laughs> So before we hop into how you got to where you are, I would love to kick things off with a gaze of the week, but in honor of Thanksgiving, I figured we can kind of switch things up a bit and say one thing that we are grateful for. Do you want to go first? Sure. I am just, this has been one of the craziest years of my life. I'm so thankful for everything, like not just with career wise, but with the friendships that I've made. I really didn't see it coming after COVID and I just had the best year. I'm so thankful for everything in my life right now. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I feel like I feel the same exact way and I'm at this point in my life right now. I haven't told my listeners yet, but I recently quit my job to explore other opportunities and just figure out what I really want to do in my life, which kind of just like relates to this whole podcast about making your dreams a reality. I've been doing a lot of reflecting lately and I've been in the fashion and editorial industries for two and a half years now. I ended up working at a major magazine and I feel like I have a clearer idea of what I don't wanna do, which in turn helps me figure out what I do wanna do. And yeah, I'm just feeling really grateful and just really excited for 2022. So let's Hop back to the beginning. I know that you just said that you started content creation when you were 15 or 16 years old. Why did you start? So when I was in high school, I wouldn't say I had like the best high school experience. I was very academic. I was really focused on school. And, you know, I did that, but I always felt like I didn't have, like, a thing. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody else around me, they had, like, a sport or they were a musician or something. And, like, I tried all those routes. I would, like, try and do sports. And I was like, I hate this so much. (laughs) And I just was like, well, I mean, I love putting together outfits. That's something that I love doing. And I eventually just got to this point where I was like, you know what? why not just throw myself out there? What do I have to lose? I was like so over high school and everybody in there was like, you can say what you want about me. I don't really care. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to do this. Mm -hmm. And so I just started an Instagram page, like an extra one from zero and started just posting everything that I was doing. Mm -hmm. And And who who was taking your pictures at the time? My mom. I love that. Honestly, moms know your angles the best. Oh my God. Nobody takes better photos than my mom. She is so good. I don't know how she does it. She's trained. I I kind of boss her around, so that's probably why. But yeah, my mom was amazing. She, every single day, she would go out and take my photos. Oh, I love that. See, moms are our biggest cheerleaders. They really are. Mm Mm-hmm. So wait, where are you from again? I'm from Orlando, Florida. Oh my gosh. Okay, so did you always know that you wanted to move to New York, or were you just like... Yeah, it was between New York or Paris for college. Mm. And I'm happy I didn't go to Paris because then obviously COVID happened. That would have been so complicated. But 
pretty much from when I was a little girl, the minute I like stepped foot in New York, I was like, I'm moving here. Oh, I love that. <laughs> you like New York was calling you. Oh, a hundred percent. Amazing. Okay. So let's get back into, you said that you didn't necessarily have the best high school experience. I'm curious, like when you started to do this content creation and really put yourself mm-hmm. out there and do something different than what your friends or any, or other mm-hmm. students were doing, like how did people view that? Yeah, so, I mean, nobody was, like, terrible to me, but everybody definitely was like, what are you doing, Kate? Like, this Mm -hmm. is a little weird. Nobody really thought it was cool. Um, It was just, like, a little weird. Yeah, like an unspoken judgment. Yeah, yeah. And I just kind of had, I mean, when you're doing content creation and when you're putting yourself out there on the internet so openly, you have no choice but to just own it. You have to just be like, this is what I'm doing, take it or leave it. You know, I don't really care if you like it or not, but this is what I'm doing. Otherwise, it's simply not going to work. It takes a lot of courage. I feel like it reminds me of this quote. Remember, I used to do like a lot of desk diaries. I still do Mm -hmm. them on TikTok. And and one of them was stop caring so much about what other people think and care more about like your own potential. And Mm -hmm. when you start to really invest in yourself, then the opinions of others don't really matter. Mm -hmm. But how did you get to the point where you were like, okay, fuck everyone. I'm going to do me. I think that mostly had to do with the fact that I was so over my hometown. I just felt like so pigeonholed into this town. I was so bored with everything, Mm -hmm. so uninspired that I'm like, you know what? Like, I know I'm not going to stay here. Like, I'm going to New York as soon as I graduate. So I might as well get a head start. I'm curious, what was your like biggest, most special partnership when you were still in your hometown? I used to work with Bloomingdale's a lot and that was so fun for me because it was a store like that was the store in my hometown where like you would go for like your homecoming dress. Mm-hmm. Like it was like if you were getting something there it was like a special I thing. feel like I remember you doing like a fashion show. I did. I did. I see. I've been following you for <gasps> so <love> long. <laughs> no, I did a charity fashion show um, at the store. And I did, like, a news segment on it, too. I would, like, pitch myself to the news channels, like, can I come on and talk about fashion? (laughs) Wait, stop. I love that. Okay, and then flash forward. Mm -hmm. You're here, and you have – how many – do you know, like, how many followers you have now? On TikTok, I have almost 600,000. Oh, my God. Congratulations. And then Instagram, I have, like, 130,000. Oh, amazing. Like, killing it. So I just want to quickly compare. So that was probably, like, your most special one pre-New York, pre-TikTok, what has been your most special partnership or collaboration since you've gained this following? I think it's more, less about like specific partnerships and more about just the overall relationships I have with brands. You know, Mm -hmm. it's so amazing to like have a connection with the brand and be invited to all of their events and then they dress you for their stuff. Like the first time I got dressed for Alice and Olivia, I was like, this is a dream come true because I've loved this brand forever and I'm going into their showroom and they're picking out stuff just for me. So that was just a crazy moment. I know it's so special. I mean, I also had a moment like that too. At the time I was still at Glamour and I got invited to a Love Shack fan. Oh wait, you were there too. The Love Shack fancy event. And one of my friends who was doing their PR, who I had known from my first fashion job out of college, she was like, oh, we'd like love love to dress you in something. And I was like, okay, sure. It's such like a pinch me moment. It really is. I know, I know. How did you learn to not care about what others thought of you? I really think that it has to be a mindset shift. That's how it was for me. I really just 
had to flip a switch in my brain and be like, I'm going to either go full force and not care. Like I said, you really can't half-ass it. I mean, if you're going to do something like this, you have to go all in. And that's a decision that you can only make for yourself. Mm -hmm. So would you say your experience in high school when you kind of had that mindset switch, would you say that was what kick-started your journey to self-love and confidence? 100%. I really think that if I hadn't taken that step to just blindly go into something that I was kind of interested in. I don't think that I would be in New York at all. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'd be in fashion at all. Honestly, that like decision that I made when I was like 15 changed the entire course of my life. And I'm so thankful for that. Oh, I love that. I just got the chills. (laughs) It's like so crazy to think back and say, oh, wow, like that happened for that reason, or I made that choice. And then, you know, look at where you are today. I feel like it's like the hardest choices and the things that make you the most uncomfortable yield the biggest results, at least in my life, that's been the case. No, I totally agree. So flash forward, you move to New York City and you start college at FIT. What was your first impression of New York City and the people here compared to your hometown? Honestly, everybody, I had a really, I've had a really great experience at FIT. I think everybody is super welcoming. I think that it's the kind of environment where you do have to make an effort to make friends because The majority of people who move to New York come for a reason or purpose. They're normally very career oriented. They're not there to just like make friends and that's it. You know, they have a focus, they have ambition. So you do have to make an effort to put yourself out there to make plans with people. Otherwise, they're just going to do their thing. Yeah. Um, How would you say like you went about making friends when you first moved here? So when I first moved to New York, I was really close with my roommates my freshman year. And also... Was it random or did you choose them on like a Facebook group? I choose group? them on like Facebook. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were amazing. Um, but also, I would literally DM and keep in mind, I didn't have like a lot of followers at this point. Um, but I would just DM girls who went to FIT who I thought looked cool and be like, hi, like, do you want to get lunch? <laughs> or like a girl in my class who's wearing the same pair of earrings. I'm like do you want to go get coffee? You know? Well, you have to put yourself out there. And even for me too, it's, I feel like most of my friends when I first moved here were from college and from Mm -hmm. Syracuse. But now I'd say more of my friends are not from college now. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of them came from just DMing. Me and Renata met through a DM too. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's crazy. And it's like, at the end of the day, most people aren't going to say no to like a friend, you know? Yeah. (laughs) A hundred percent. Would you say that you felt like you belonged here more than back home in your high school? Oh, yes. Yes. I just, there's so much more opportunity here. I'm never bored. You really, you can meet the coolest people walking down the street. I mean, you never know. It's so unpredictable and every day is something different and new. I, I love know. it so much. Yeah. And just like the energy in New York, especially Unmatched. now, it feels like it's finally back to mm-hmm. normal, mm-hmm. although it's getting cold and I kind of just like want to hibernate all oh, day. Too. <laughs> like 4 p.m. It's dark. I know. I'm like, should I like make dinner? <laughs> I'm like, all right, let me just get into bed and like not leave. Especially exactly. because I'm on the Upper East Side and like there was an event last week at Abode. I don't know if you stopped by. I didn't get to make it to that one. And but... I'm sure you like had a bunch of events that night. I think I did have a few. <laughs> I was supposed to go and I was like, mm, that's far and it's dark and uh-huh, it's cold. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to go today. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just feel like everyone is hustling here and so working inspiring. towards something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, I love that. Um, can you tell us about a day in the life as a full-time student and content creator? 
Yeah, so I blocked my classes, all my classes, into two days. So I just go to campus like Tuesday, Wednesday, and I'm literally there until like 10 p.m. It's kind of brutal, but I wanted to just dedicate those days to that. And then the rest of the week, I take my meetings on like Monday, Thursday, Friday. I try and film like videos that I need to film inside my house on those days. And the rest of it, honestly, living in New York is so amazing because there is an event every single night. <laughs> I mean, there's if you want something to go to, you have options, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's so much fun. So that's normally like what my nights look like during the weekdays because they're mostly during the week. And then my weekends I spend with my friends who are like not my work, yeah. work people, you know? Yeah. Well, because it's important to make time for everyone. You are so freaking busy. <laughs> How do you manage your time and honest and just like make time for everyone in your life? That's definitely something that I'm working on because I feel like during the week I do, it's a lot of being on for these social events or these work events. Um, but honestly, as far as being busy, I love being busy. I thrive off of having something to do at all times. Always somebody to talk to, always <laughs> something to work on. I mean, when I don't have something like that, I'm like bored and uninspired. Yep. And a lot of my content just revolves around like what I'm doing in my life. So that makes it easier. Mm -hmm. Like my day and my life stuff. It's like, I don't necessarily have to sit down and do that. I just go about my life and then yeah. string it all together. Wait, so what was your first viral TikTok? So actually it's funny because the first five videos I posted all went viral. <laughs> oh my God, I love that for you. <laughs> um, but they were just like, I was home from college. For when was this? When did you post your first one? I posted my first TikTok in maybe like April or May. I posted like five. Of 2020. Yes. Um, like montage videos. They mm -hmm. were like little clips of my life at fashion school. And, you know, at this time, like people, people are very familiar with fashion school now, but at the time I feel like a lot of people didn't really know mm -hmm. what it was or that that was like an option for college. And so I was posting these like fashion student. It was like at fashion week and like you know, events and stuff. And people were like, wait, what? They're like, what is this? And then I took a break. I didn't really post anything because I was like, I don't know what to post. Um, and I feel like at that time too, I was just seeing like dancing TikToks. Yeah, I was like yeah. doing the weird, trying to learn the dances. Yeah, no, people weren't doing what they're doing now. Mm -hmm. um, but from those videos, I think I had like, maybe like 10,000 followers oh, from like wow. the five yeah. videos. Yeah. Um, Cause it was so much easier to grow back then. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I wish it was like that now. It's, <laughs> it's definitely that. Um, so I was like, well, I mean, I have 10,000 people watching. I might as well make something to put it out. So I started filming outfit videos in my backyard, my house in Florida. Oh, right. Because you were back home. You weren't in New York yeah, anymore. But I didn't have any of my clothes. Oh, no. Because everything was in my dorm room, which got all thrown away because they were trying to turn the dorms into like hospitals. So I like lost a bunch of clothes. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't have anything home. So I would like style my mom's clothes. And those videos, they did pretty well. Um, and how did your content evolve over time? So when I was home, I like didn't have anything to do besides post outfits. I wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> but when I moved back to New York in like July, August, people were so interested in New York and not that many people were there. So mm -hmm. I would just post like 
a day in my life and it was like getting groceries and like doing laundry and I did one that just like went mega viral overnight and I gained a hundred thousand followers that night what that is <laughs> fucking crazy I'm like waiting for that to happen to me <laughs> that that kind of thing doesn't happen anymore it was like a fluke but I remember I woke up and I was like I had to like do a double take. I had to like refresh. It was crazy. Oh my god! What did you feel that morning when you saw that? I was like, well, maybe, maybe this could be something. I don't know, but yeah, that was definitely the craziest thing that's ever happened with TikTok for me. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! So when you saw those a hundred thousand extra followers literally overnight, were you like, okay, you know what? I want to like make this my yeah. like. I'm gonna really start to take this more seriously. Yeah, that's exactly what I did, and you know, I've kind of just gone from there. Yeah, my, most of my content is, it's pretty like I'm on a routine. I post my days, I post my outfits, I post, you know. I feel like you have like different series. Exactly, exactly. and that's really important, especially because like at my last job when I was at a creative agency, we would come up with like different, we called it franchises, but Mm -hmm. they're basically like series that you would have things to talk about Mm -hmm. and you would have like a name for certain things. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's basically like a formula at the end of the day. That's exactly what it is. I mean, and you always, it's great to add new things. You test out new things, see what works, see what sticks, and you can build another formula based off of that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's pretty much how I've done it. Mm -hmm. No, and it's been working. Well, that's amazing. How would you describe your personal brand slash online aesthetic? It's funny because I don't feel like I have like a specific style. I kind of just wear whatever I like and what I'm feeling that day. I mean, I have my specific things that I wear a lot. I love my knee-high boots. I love my blazers. I love like little tiny short dresses, stuff like that. But I love to experiment with my style and I don't like to pigeonhole myself into one aesthetic. And I think Mm -hmm. that's the best part about fashion and Mm -hmm. what inspires me so much and what drew me to the industry in the first of all how did you develop out your personal style would you say that like you were inspired by new york or your mom i've always i love to travel and so whenever i'm traveling i always pick up so much inspiration from wherever i am i haven't been traveling much lately just because i've been so busy and COVID, obviously Mm -hmm. but i'm inspired by what people are wearing on the street when i find a new like vintage or thrifted piece that's always so fun um, I honestly don't get a lot of style inspiration from like Pinterest. Like I don't really spend time on Pinterest and I know a lot of people say that's where they get their inspo from. <laughs> so maybe I should hop onto it. But... I know. Well, a lot of people have told me that they're growing now through posting their stuff on Pinterest. And I'm like, really? I should do that because I'm posting on TikTok and Instagram. Might as well just post the same no. exact thing. Yeah. That's Oh my god, I need to hop on that. I, okay. Well, you are. I feel like when people come to a page and they see like 500,000 or 100,000, they're like, okay, follow. But if it's like lower, then then you kind of have to like convince them a yeah, little bit yeah. more to follow you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, love that. How would you describe your online aesthetic? I feel like it's, at least like when you look at my TikTok, I want people to feel happy. You know, I want it to be colorful and mm-hmm. fun. That's what I want to look at when I look at TikToks. Yeah. Um, it's kind of all over the place. But I think what kind of works is that it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like I don't have a beautiful kitchen or like a beautiful bathroom to do my skincare in. Yeah. I, it's like it's a real It's perfectly imperfect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I like to show like a fun lifestyle but also very realistic. I mean, I show myself going to the laundromat and lugging my stuff down there. Yeah. Doing it, you know, just my daily normal stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that 
that level of like realisticness is honestly what has helped me. Yeah, yeah. So you recently got a cam. Cam, yes, you call it? Wait, so it's like an old, what version of a camera is this? It's like an old camcorder. And I bought it on Amazon. I was just like bored in class one day. I'm like, I kind of want like a little camcorder. Like that could be cute. And so I bought it and now I like bring it everywhere. And <laughs> I like will like whip it out and video my friends. I feel like it almost makes it more fun to record something it on it something other than your phone. And I don't know what it is, even if it's a disposable camera too. Exactly. I'm like, oh, I'll take, that's like not cringy. And then sometimes I feel like, oh, taking a picture of my phone or a video on my phone is like, I'm not cool enough anymore. No, it makes it, I'll like whip it out of the club and people eat it off. They love it. <laughs> oh yeah, people turn it on exactly. when they see Cammy. so fun. <laughs> Wait, so how did you develop out this name for Cammy? <laughs> I don't know, I just thought it was cute. I like to name things. And so now do all of your friends also call it Cammy? Oh yeah. They're like, where's Cammy? Did you bring Cammy? Wait, so Is I Cammy saw... charged? <laughs> so I saw your Instagram story that you lost Cammy. Yes. Where was Cammy? Okay, he was just at my friend's house. Oh, I left okay. him there and I was like frantic searching for him and then I realized I'm like oh he's oh it's a him okay oh actually I'm, I mean I call her he she you, you know, know what? exactly we're in 2021 <laughs> exactly <people. laughs> I thought you were gonna say that Cammy was underneath like a pile of clothes oh no but that definitely could happen that could <laughs> actually, definitely happen now I'm curious because this is something that I do all the time whenever I record fashion TikToks or getting ready with me TikToks I have one corner in okay. my room that looks so nice and clean and organized but the rest of my room little do my followers know oh literally that's why we're not gonna have a little tour of my room today because there are clothes everywhere so I'm curious what your room situation looks like so yeah no exact same thing it's a corner (laughs) in my living room which I my roommate Kat she's the best like that she puts up with this but especially with like PR coming in like all the time it's never going to be clean. Mm-hmm. Like, I just have so much stuff. I try and get rid of it, but it is. Ne- there's always going to be that pile there. Okay, wait, let's talk about Fashion Week. So let's, let's jump back your very first Fashion Week when you're a freshman in college and then compare it to the most recent Fashion Week. Oh my gosh, that is so, like, full circle to me. So before I moved to New York, it was like my dream to go to fashion week i mean i didn't really same i didn't understand like what it was really or like what it was like it was just like the glamour and like all of it was just so enticing to me i wanted nothing more than to go to fashion yeah and so at fit you they really like to get their students involved so they have them volunteer and like the first week of school because it's in september right when school starts Mm -hmm they everybody lines up at like 3 a.m and to go sign up to volunteer oh we all wake up early to sign up to volunteer and not get paid (laughs) what time was the like did the doors open like why did you guys have to get there at 3 a.m like six or something oh my god how long was that line it was so long it was like down the block Oh my God. <laughs> and so we would all go and sign up. And then when the day rolls around, you all wear your black and you go to wherever your show is. And it's like free labor. Like you're just in the back, like steaming clothes. Yeah. And like checking people in. Like it's, 
it's not fun, but I was just so excited to be there. I was like, I'm living the dream. I'm like working 12 oh, hour days getting paid. To be <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> I was having so much fun. And, you know, being me, I'm like introducing myself to everybody. I'm like, hi, I'm Kate, I'm Kate. I'm like getting their emails and Queen of Networking <laughs> right here, people. <laughs> and I would like follow up with everybody that I met because I think that's so important. Yeah. Connect with them on LinkedIn also so important and then by the time like February rolled around I did volunteer too but I had like you know had stayed in contact with enough people that I was able to like go to a few things um and I remember like my first show that I was so excited about was Rebecca Minkoff <laughs> and I met like Victoria Justice or Wait, something. I was, I was there. like freaking out. Wait, stop really? it. <laughs> yes, because that was my first fashion week too at when I was at the post. Oh and God. it was a presentation and it was like different rooms. It was really different cool, colors. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Wait, yes. I was just having so much fun. I was like, I remember calling my parents and be like, this is the best day of my life. I was just so excited to just be immersed in it all. Yeah. Even though it was like nobody cared about me. Nobody. I literally would like take the subway there. Uh-huh. In yeah. my like little heels. Wait, did you get was that the one where you got like a little pouch? They gave you like a little good like a yes, little souvenir. Yes, yes. yes, we were at the same exact one. Oh, I love that. So for funny. Us. <laughs> um and I oh, went, you know who else I saw there? I saw on the line Sophie. Who are the pink girls? Pink feed goals, Emma Legger. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Emma Sophie and Nitz. I saw the three of them and I was like Oh, I, I was, like, out. fangirling, Freaking yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah, I went to one other show that year that I was, like, how did I get in here? And I remember, like, walking into the elevator, and it was, like, me and, like, Elsa Hosk and, like, Martha Hunt. And I was, like, <laughs> I, like, didn't know what to do. I froze. <laughs> and now it's, like, you know, we see people like this at, like, events all the time, but it was so exciting at the time. Yeah. Um, and then now, this past Fashion Week was so incredible because, I mean... It's like, it's all coming back after COVID and having some sort of number attached, you know, gets you into a lot more things. And so did brands just like reach out to your email to invite you? Did they go through your manager? Yeah, yeah. A few through my manager and then some just through me and like just connections from Mm -hmm. the past. Um, It was incredible. I had the best time. I was so worn out and exhausted, but the best time. What was your favorite show that you went to? I really, I feel like there wasn't that many, like, actual shows. I feel like it was mostly, like, presentations mm-hmm. and, like, events. I loved the sax party. That was so fun. Oh, wait, Paris Hilton was the yes. DJ. I saw oh my that. God. That was so fun. Um, I loved Alice and Olivia, obviously. Mm-hmm. They're the best. There was... I remember Alice and Olivia. That was during my first fashion week. I had to go and interview Stacey Bendett. And I was like, I felt like a celebrity because the PR girl was like, oh, she's ready for you. And I was like... Oh, okay. And like a hat went to this little corner and like shoved my phone in her face so I could like, you know, <laughs> I love it. transcribe the interview afterward. And Stacy had like the black oh, eyeshadow so on. And I remember walking around and I love her presentations. They're oh always so fun. They're always so fun. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a brand that's so invested in like, especially like TikTok creators. Yeah. That they're great about that. Yeah. And I feel like Cynthia Rowley is too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Fashion Week or not, what has been your favorite event that you've been to and why? I did a pasta making class. Like, oh, wait, I love that. Ago. That was oh, wait, so fun. Yes. So who, who threw that? Um, Chew York City. Okay. Yeah. And so they just like brought account. together a bunch of yeah, different content creators. Yeah, it was really fun. It was fun to get to do something like 
interactive Mm -hmm. because you know I mean like uh, the events are great but at the end of the day it's work yeah and I mean that's what it is and a lot of it is talking to the same people strengthening your connections with them Mm -hmm. I mean it's fun but it's a work event yeah and so who would you say are like your closest work friends content creator friends I'm so close with Lauren Wolf we literally go to everything together when did you guys first meet Lauren and I met for coffee in I want to say like May and we like met for the first time and we were just gonna like grab a quick coffee and we ended up talking there for like four hours and oh I love it for you everything. guys and we have a very similar like audience so mm-hmm. we've like grown like literally at the same rate so it's so fun and literally all of the people that I see everywhere like Davis Audrey Sophia, I love Davis oh my god I'm so proud of him little sneak peek he's coming on the podcast <gasps> I know <laughs> I'm so he excited. He's killing it, and he I'm really is. so proud. I know he has his own show. He literally just saw like Sean Mendes, and um, I saw that when, and apparently it was right after the Sean. post breakup walk. I know. <laughs> Have any of your followers ever come up to you in real life, and how did you feel? Yes, actually, it happens. Honestly, probably like once, at least once a day. Oh my gosh, that's insane! So just like when you're walking in, yeah. can, can you give us an example? Um, like, uh, when I'm in Soho, a lot of times people will stop me because a lot of, like, the young girls are there shopping. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I watch your videos so much. I don't know what to say when somebody's like, I watch your videos. Like, do I, like, thank you? <laughs> <laughs> but I love it when people come up. It makes me so happy. It's so surreal. It's like... I feel like your amazing. followers really know you. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I like whenever I meet somebody in person, I like pinch myself. I'm like, oh my god. Like, I know it's so crazy. And even for me too. I remember I went to the parade party, which was like over the summer, so a while ago. That one was in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Okay, I didn't get to make that one. And this one girl came up to me and was like, oh my gosh, are you Taylor? Like, do you have a? Po- I listened to your podcast, and I was like, oh my god, it's like so crazy. It's crazy. I know. Has there ever been a DM that you've gotten that's like made you feel emotional that like you're really making a positive impact on other people's lives? Yeah, I mean, there's been so many. I try and put some of them on my story when they're really cute, but just girls telling me that like I've completely changed their career path or like what they want to do in life and or have like inspired them to not care what people think and wear what they want, like that is everything to me because mm-hmm. I you know, didn't really, like, that's who, those kinds of girls I looked up to. Yeah. Um, and so hearing that people look up to me in that way is so special and just, like, fuels my fire. Makes I me want to do even more. It really does. What would you tell your 15 or 16-year-old self who was, you know, just getting started in the content creator space? That I'm, I'm proud of her for putting herself out there. I mean, like, at the time, like, people didn't really do that especially in my town like nobody really did that and so like I said it was really weird and I'm honestly really proud of myself for starting then and I think I learned the lesson of not caring what people think so early I still know so many girls now were even like older than me who really they let that affect them and it breaks my heart because well it like paralyzes some people mm-hmm. from doing what they want to do or even just like mm-hmm. posting a video about themselves. I have so mm-hmm. many friends who I'm like, you could be viral tomorrow if you just put yourself out there. Yeah, yeah. But I also think something else that like holds people back is when they put themselves out there and they try something and then it gets, it flops or it gets like a hundred mm-hmm. views and like no likes and people are like, okay, well then I'm just going to quit. Mm-hmm. What would you tell those people or what advice would you give to those people to like keep on going? 
it is a constant I mean you have to show up every single Mm -hmm. day and it's like I mean for me like I ran my blog for so many years and didn't make a single dollar and I just did it because I was passionate about it Mm -hmm. but if you keep on pushing and keep on working like it will yield results you just have to be patient yeah yep and also just like experiment with different things it's a learning process I mean you even if it's not doing well every time you make a video go out and take a picture put together an outfit that's practice I mean now then it's like in a few years it's like you can take five photos and you have the one you're so comfortable in front of the camera or talking to people doing interviews stuff like that it's Mm -hmm. practice i mean it's not going to waste just because it's not getting a lot of views i also think it's important to not view your self-worth with the views Mm -hmm. or not like amount your self-worth with Mm -hmm. your views and it's so hard to separate it sometimes when you're trying to grow especially even for myself but at the end of the day if you view it as like you're growing your portfolio because even Mm -hmm. if you're applying for jobs or like you're trying to slide into someone's dms to like have a brand collaboration Mm -hmm. or even just to like get coffee with someone if people see that like you're putting out content that they like Mm -hmm. then it doesn't really matter how many followers you have no exactly Mm -hmm. exactly what is your favorite and least favorite part about being an influencer favorite it's like I mean I feel like this is just my dream job I mean it's everything that I've ever wanted to do and I get to be my own boss which is amazing and also just like getting to work with brands who I've loved getting PR packages feels like Christmas morning every single day it's amazing Um, least favorite though I am a workaholic and I will not turn off ever and I don't really relax ever. So is that is that something that you're trying to like maybe a goal for 2022? It is that yes, that's my goal for later on. I'm trying to spend more time just with myself, mm-hmm. phone off, and just give it's myself so downtime. It's so hard. It's so hard. Like I definitely at a point in my life where I'm like, okay, like let me just sit and like not work and kind mm-hmm. of separate so I don't work more than I live because for the longest time I have worked more mm-hmm. than I've lived. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard with the phone. I mean, even when I first wake up, the first thing I check is TikTok. How many views did this get? Or, you know, just my phone. And even at midnight, I'll be scrolling mm-hmm. through TikTok for two hours. Like, and I'm responding like, to emails. I'm like, I should not be doing that. I'm like, oh, shit, it's 2 a.m. I should probably put down my phone. Exactly. It's hard. It really is mm-hmm. hard. And it's like you see other people doing stuff and you're like, well, I didn't post a video today. Like, I'm behind. Like, I need to, I need to keep up. And it's like, no, you need to give yourself time yeah. to just chill and relax. I'm trying to, like, watch TV. I, like, don't watch TV at all. What shows are you watching? I'm, I'm trying to start watching TV <laughs> because I really like I I don't give myself that downtime to just relax and like do nothing so I'm trying to get into it okay that's good I'm watching Sex in the City oh good is this your first time or are you no I've watched like episodes here and there but I'm trying to like actually go through it I feel like it's very on brand yeah I love that for you I'm definitely a big reality TV person oh nice what do you watch uh I watch Beverly, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of New York, Real Housewives of <laughs> okay, maybe we can get into that. Like, Salt Lake City. <laughs> Beverly Hills is like my favorite one, okay. so I would definitely recommend that one. Okay. Um, and I have a few other ones that I watch, but I feel like those are like my favorite ones. Um, can you give us an example of a partnership that you've done? Like maybe you had to go into a studio to shoot for it, or didn't you do one with the kickboxing? Yes. Wait, let's talk about that talk one. About. Yes. yes, with DKNY. And it was in, I want to say January. And that was my first one, like 
I didn't have a like really a lot of followers on like Instagram. I think I had maybe like 30K. And so I was so excited to get to do this, to get to be a part of their campaign. And that was really, honestly, it was even in January was before a lot of brands really dove into influencer marketing on TikTok in particular. So that was super exciting. We shot at this gym like all night long because they had to close down the whole thing. Oh my gosh. Wait, so what time did you get there? I think I got there at midnight. Oh my God, that is crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, it was weird. Did you come with your makeup done or did they do it? They did my makeup. Oh wait, okay, love that. And they did your hair too? Yes, yes. Love that for you. It was super fun. I was like kickboxing and like- Did you bring a friend or did you just come by yourself? Nope, I showed up by myself. Good for you, an independent It was a production. I mean, I didn't have that like option. Mm. And you know what? That was still like- very much COVID. I'm sure the makeup artists were wearing masks and very much so. Yeah. So, and so, and so you went to like a boxing rink, ring, ring. Yeah. It was like Chelsea. It was like this gym in Chelsea, Uh Chelsea Piers. And it was gigantic. And we shot like all night long, like seven different segments. Uh, did they direct yeah. you or did you, was it kind of a collaboration? They were filming. They were like, it was funny because they were filming TikToks on like an actual like gigantic camera. It's going to be the most high quality TikTok exactly, you've ever exactly. seen. <laughs> but it was a whole crew. It was really fun. I was like the only talent. So yeah, all eyes on you. We love that. <laughs> yeah. So you were just like, one of the shots was like, you were punching the camera mm-hmm. and, and you were switched to a different outfit. Mm-hmm. So they, they really knew they were like, okay, we're going to do transitions. Yeah. Yeah. They had it down. <laughs> oh, amazing. Okay. And then post-production, did they do all the editing and send it yeah, to you? Yeah, they did the editing, sent it to me. I just uploaded. Oh, which it makes it way easier. Yeah. Love that. Now <laughs> taking that compared to another collaboration let's say have you done things totally on your own where people have just sent you clothes mm-hmm. yeah so most of my partnerships now that i have a manager it's more organized through them but the company will send like a brief of what they're looking for mm-hmm. and if it's a product like the talking points that they want me to hit and i will send them over like a creative pitch of like what i'm planning to do or if they have like a specific idea i'll kind of incorporate send them like a script they send the product i send them a draft of the video they send edits if i need to refilm i do that and then normally honestly a collab from start to finish can take anywhere from like two weeks to like two or three months, mm-hmm. which is so crazy yeah. that it takes them that long to approve a video, but it, yeah. I, yeah, I guess it gets a little more complicated when there's like a budget involved oh, yeah. and like big product launches. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious, you said that you typically send them back like your own creative brief or mm-hmm. your idea for the video. Do you send them back like just in the email? Do you like have a whole presentation that you send them? Does your manager work with you on that? I normally just send them a doc outline of like what I'm going to do. And sometimes if they want to see the location where it's going to be, which is my bedroom, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's pretty simple. And who's your go-to friend that you have, like take all of your content for you? My friend, Luca. I love that. My <laughs> He's amazing. He How'd you meet him? TikTok. He was the first person that I met when I moved to New York. Aww. He knew my roommate at FIT. They went to high school together. So I walk into my dorm room and there's this guy just standing in there and we just like clicked instantly and he's incredible. Oh, I love that. So he's known you through like multiple evolutions of yourself and also has seen you grow on social, which is really cool. We used to like go on these like long walks and just like talk about everything that we wanted to do. And now we're both 
doing stuff that we want to do. So it's so full circle. I love that. Oh my gosh. That is so, I feel like those, those friendships are like the most special. So special. Because you grow up with them. It reminds me of like my best friend from college too. And we met sophomore year in some magazine class and she's still my best friend today and we would just talk oh you know I want to work at a magazine or whatever and she works at the New Yorker now obviously now I'm figuring my shit out Mm -hmm. um and yeah it's just really those those friendships are the ones that like you need to hold tight it is Mm -hmm. exactly so my final question is what is next for you what are your post-grad goals so I feel super blessed because TikTok, Instagram has turned into a full-time job. Mm-hmm. So when I graduate, I'm just going to go straight headfirst into this and continue to do it. Eventually, I would really love to develop my own line of probably apparel, um, most likely. But I really want to do it right and make it completely my own. Very me. I don't want to like half-ass it at all. Yeah. So yeah, next year. I think 2022 is going to be a really great year. Oh, I'm so excited excited for you. Um, Okay. So this new segment in the podcast is called Girl Gaze Faves. And I'd like you to share three things that you're loving at the moment. It can be a product, a trend, a song, literally anything. Okay, so if you watch my Instagram stories, (laughs) you know that I love, I've been loving my wired headphones because I lost my AirPods. I don't know what happened to them. They just, they're probably like under a pile of clothes in my home somewhere, (laughs) but I lost them. So I switched to my wires and it's like a vibe. I, I like like walking down the street with my wired headphones in. It's I a feel main like character feel, moment. Yeah. And there's also like an Instagram account that's like it girls, it headphone girls or something like that. Really? Oh my god, I need to look I need to send it to you. So yeah, I've been loving them. I did buy another pair of AirPods because when I like work out and when I bike, I need that. But Oh, that leads to number two things that you're loving. The city the bike. City bike. <laughs> yes. Well now it's cold, so I mean, uh, I guess I'm going to be taking Subway more, but during the summer, I developed my whole no sober Ubers cult. Wait, actually, that is so insane because you have such an impact on other people. Didn't somebody send you like an embroidered shirt? That's yes, somebody did make me a tank top that says no sober Ubers. It was the cutest thing ever. I love that. And that just developed from me being cheap and like... <laughs> You're fit, not cheap. Yeah, I don't know about that. I love the electric ones. So. But um, yeah, during the summer, I biked everywhere. I would like bike to dinner in heels. I would bike home from stuff. I'm too scared to do that. Like, honestly, I think it would end up in a nightmare situation with me falling off. So like, I'm not a city bike girl, but I love that for you. Yeah, and people really, people would like tag me in their stories all the time taking bikes. It made me so happy. City bike, where's the sponsorship? No, really, for real. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, this bag that I've been obsessed with. What bag? Um, the Stod bag. The beaded, like, it's like red and blue and yellow. And I love this bag and I recommend it to everybody because it's kind of like an in-between designer. I think it's like two or three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Forever 21, but it's not a Chanel bag. And this bag goes with everything. I mean, like, I, love I think Stodd. everybody oh my needs gosh. it. 
Stodd, and I feel like another good in-between brand is By Far. Yes. I love both of them. They kind of remind me of each other. Stodd actually came out with a new beaded bag, and it's on Rent the Runway, so I'm like, oh um, excuse me, let me rent this right now. Is it the ones with the cards on it? Yes. <gasps> it has, like, little symbols. I think there's, yes. like, a yin-yang on it. Yes. I want that one. Well, if you want 40% off of your first two months at Rent the Runway, feel free to use code RTRTaylor. T-A-Y-L-E-R. I bought mine on Amazon, actually. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, love that. Love that for yeah, you. On like Amazon st- storefront. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. Lincoln bio. <laughs> um, okay, love that. So my three... Oh, gosh. Um... Okay, first one, Aritzia trousers for tall girls. Oh, my God. They are it. Love my Aritzia trousers. And honestly, these ones, they kind of feel like sweatpants. It doesn't even feel like I'm wearing, um, like, fitted work pants at all. I'd say that's one of my Girl Gaze faves today. Gosh, another one of my Girl Gaze faves. I feel like I should have been prepared. I was helping you with your Girl Gaze faves. (laughs) My Rare Beauty mascara. (gasps) I am obsessed with it. Oh my god. Wait, are you friends with Katie Welch on TikTok, the CMO of Rare Beauty? No, but I'm wearing the mascara right now. Same, twins. I love it. It's (laughs) life-changing. I can do my feel-good song of the moment. My feel-good song of the moment is Dog Days Are Over. And I know that it's like trending on TikTok right now, but it was my feel-good song before Red Light, Green Light was a thing. (laughs) So I'll stick with that for my third girl gaze fave. Okay, before we head out, I always like to end things with a gaze goal of the week, which is just a realistic self-care goal. Um, What is yours? I'm so excited because I'm going home for Thanksgiving and I haven't been home in like months. Same. Like since like April, I think. Um, And I want to relax. I want to chill with my family. I want to lay out in my backyard and get tan. Wait, I'm so jealous because it's going to be warm for you. (laughs) I'm going to try and like be off my phone a lot. I think I need that and not be going to bed at 3 a.m. every night. Oh my God, same. I can't wait to like take a bath and like go to bed at like 9 p.m. Oh my God, a bath sounds so good. Like read a book. Oh my gosh, I want to read a book. That's what I want to do. My self-care goal, I'm getting a haircut on Monday. So this, so... When this comes out, I will have already had gotten my haircut and I am in desperate need of a haircut. Oh my God, I feel like it's been so long, but I don't really know what I want to get yet. I'm kind of playing with the idea of just like chopping it off. Do it, girl. I love having like shorter hair. I kind of want to do it, but then I'm scared because my hair, when it's curly, it like kinks up a bit. Oh yeah, you have have naturally curly hair. hair. Yeah. So I don't really know what I want to do, but either way, my hair will come out much healthier after that. So that's my goal. And the appointment is already made. So it's definitely happening. I'm excited to see. I know. Thank you, Kate, so much for coming on. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. I know. This is amazing. I can't wait for this to come out and for everyone to hear more about you. Yay! Thank you all so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, feel free to take a moment to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories. Make sure you tag me at Taylor Bradford and Kate at Kate Bartlett, B-A-R-T-L-E-T-T. And if you don't want to miss a future episode, hit that subscribe button. I have a really special guest coming on in two weeks. You definitely follow him on TikTok. And yes, this is going to be our very first guy gazer. 
Have a wonderful rest of your day. Love you all. I will speak to you in two weeks. And until then, keep killing it. 